Hello and welcome to Life Negotiations, where I'm interviewing fascinating people about negotiations. My name is Lucine Merabi and welcome. My first guest here is Marwan Mary. Marwan Mary is a professional negotiator and I'm excited about this show because he was the one who trained me in 2013. He was the one who showed me that this is actually a real job. You can actually earn money by being a professional negotiator. And he's the one who back then planted a seed of interest of me thinking, hmm, I would like to do what you do. So here we are several years later, both of us being professional negotiators. So it all started thanks to him. And I'm excited to ask him a lot of questions to add value to you and your negotiations. Marwan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me as well. So you are a professional negotiator since many, many years now. You do like fascinating negotiations like hostage negotiations and diplomatic and commercial and any type of high stake negotiations, right? You're also the CEO of ADN Group, the international negotiation agency uh, where we collaborate together. Um, could you tell us a bit more about yourself in a nutshell? What do you do? And my first question right away is, why do you do it? Right, okay. So as you said, it, I'm a professional negotiator. If you want to know a bit more about myself, I'm 45 now and, uh, and I love what I do. What I particularly like in my job is that I cover lots of different fields when I do negotiate because I can work with the UN on diplomatic issues. I can work on kidnap and ransom as well, extortions where we have life and death uh, stakes, mm. basically. And uh, of course, uh, l my business is mainly based on business negotiation and social conflicts as well, because I'm French. Yep. <laughs> and we love social conflicts in France as well, unfortunately. Um, what is maybe uh, different from other jobs is that I spend 50% of my time in the field, Yeah. right? And I run or assist at least uh, 50 negotiations per year, which is a lot, yep. too much sometimes, but you have to accept that in your job. And the rest of my time is dedicated to transmitting knowledge yep. through conferences, trainings, as you said it, and teaching in, in business schools. So why do I do this job is because if I have to be uh, really uh, honest uh, with me and with you, because I've got this feeling of being useful mm -hmm. yeah, for others. So yes, sometimes people ask me, but why do you take so many risks for people you don't know, yeah. right? I do think that I've got this feeling of being useful because if I do not have this feeling, I might lose interest in things. So, so, so that's why this job, you know, that's what brings the, this job to me. Yeah. And, and you are being useful and you're adding value and you actually saved a lot of people's lives, right? Yes. You just told me how many suicide negotiations you have. 170 already? so far. Yes, And everybody's exactly. still alive. Yes, so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, the funny thing, if I may say so, is that last year in, uh, I saved five times the life of a single person. He tried to commit suicide five times, yeah. Oh, wow. But I never had any news from him afterwards, but I suppose it's fine. But uh, yes, you never know this job, yeah. 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 But critical negotiations is only 10 to 20% of my time. Most of my negotiations are business, yeah. Commercial yeah. negotiations, yeah. 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 And that is why we're here today. We're going to have an event in an hour with the CEOs of here in Dubai, where we are right now. And you're going to share with them five secrets of professionals yep. of how you face crisis. Mm -hmm. and uh, 
commercial negotiations that might become diplomatic or um, yeah, quite difficult and high yeah. stakes. So could you share with us, please, one of those secrets that you will be sharing with them? Yeah, yeah, with one pleasure, right, because it's you. Otherwise, I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, the audience. Yeah, right, OK. One thing that we do learn a lot from our negotiations, right, because uh, we have to be really humble because you learn on each and every uh, negotiation. But there's one thing, it's like a common denominator and uh, each and every negotiation that can run and assist is that you really have to make a difference between position, objective and stakes. Yeah. So when you do enter a negotiation, what you have to keep in mind is what is the position posted by the opposing party, right? What are they trying to reach, right? What they can hope for, meaning is the objective. Yeah. And what are the needs they're trying to satisfy? Basically something they will never compromise on, never ever, right? Mm. And that is the stake, right? And in all of the negotiation I had to carry out, right? The position has nothing to do with the stake, never ever, never, never ever. Amazing. And uh, you could, you can have a, a kidnap and ransom with a position posted money, for example, a hundred thousand dollars. Otherwise, they kill the hostage. Or you can have a um, social conflict, five percent increase. Otherwise. We go on strike, right? And you can you can have a business negotiation where they will uh, demand and not request a ten percent rebate on their sales conditions. Otherwise, they will break the contract, mm -hmm. right? Or diplomatic issues where they say, okay, we'd like you to adopt this measure. Otherwise, this those are the sanctions we might produce. And in all these different cases, this position posted has nothing to do with the stake. And our job as a negotiator is to go beyond the position posted just to get to understand that. Because why, and that is a secret, is that if we might offer a solution in a negotiation, it's always on the stake, never mm. under position. Otherwise, it's going to be too costly for yep. you because you're going to pay twice on the position and on the stake. Plus, so. you can satisfy the position and still not satisfy the person because exactly. that wasn't what it was really at stake. Exactly, especially if the stake is personal. Mm. Yes, exactly. exactly. Okay, so the position is what somebody says they want. Yes. The objective is what they rationally think they can obtain. Yeah, exactly. And the stake is like the non-negotiable. Yeah, exactly. What has to be yeah. satisfied. Yes, exactly. Mm. exactly. And that's never the same. It's never the same. Amazing. Yes, and the thing is, if I can give you a a piece of secret a bit, is that uh, people mistake most of the time objective and stakes, and uh, it's it's natural because you might think it's the same thing. No, but the thing is, as you said it uh, properly, is that the the, the the objective is quite negotiable. They they will try to get it, but if they do not get it, right, they might accept it to uh, revise downwards. Right, their objective, as long as they manage to satisfy their stake. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Mm. And if you mistake both, the risk is that you might offer a solution on an objective and it has nothing to do with the negotiation because the stake, it is what you have to satisfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yes, yeah. exactly. And why do you think that is? Why don't people just say, okay, you know, this is what I need? Do, do they? Yeah, a lot of reason, a lot of reason. Some, sometimes they do not, they're not aware of their own stakes, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah because you know that the lucidity might be blurred by emotions, right? Especially when stakes are really important. The second thing is most of the time people consider that they would be more vulnerable, right? Mm. Yes, because they say, okay, if I put my stake on the table, people might manipulate me yeah, yeah, or yeah. they use that. And sometimes that's what you have, uh, for example, it, among buyers in retail, 
you know those are tough negotiations when you uh, negotiate I'd say against buyers in retail is that they hide right de deliberately uh, the stake so that they can get multiple multiple gains right for mm. example <clears throat> they will post only their position you will try to find a solution on the position then they will post the objective and then they will put their stake and you will pay three times. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, yeah. so they use it as a strategy as well. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Mm. Okay, now you've carried out obviously a lot of negotiations with high stakes and where you can't simply make a mistake because yeah. that could literally be somebody's life we're talking about. Have you ever had a situation, and obviously the most important thing of an important negotiation is preparation, right? Mm. We spend most of our time preparing, 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 preparing. Have you ever had a situation where the preparation went well, you really invested your time, you prepare properly, you go in, and then you're like, okay, we're kind of ready for everything. And then it doesn't happen yeah. at all as you prepared or as you hoped for. Yeah. And yeah, can you share one yeah, of those? Yeah, and it all falls apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, I had one in mind. It happened a couple of years ago. It was in an Eastern European country. And uh, we prepared this negotiation for 26 hours. It's not a joke. It was a... Wow. It was a high stakes situation, first of all. The thing is that I could not carry out this negotiation directly. Why not? Because I, I didn't speak that language, right? Okay. So basically we had to prepare in English. And unfortunately, I could not run this negotiation in English because the opposing party didn't speak English. They were only speaking the local tongue. So basically I had to assist those people and those people, unfortunately, that was the management team, they were not really efficient uh, negotiators, if I may say so. And uh, so I prepared with them uh, for 26 hours, right? And at the end, they were really bored. Yes, because you can imagine 26 hours and those guys, they used to manage thousands of people. And they say, Marwan, okay, we're fed up with that. We've understood. It's clear. We know what we have to do. Even if it's not our job, but we think we've understood. And when the, this guy, it was the general manager, he told me that, honestly, I had strong doubts, right? Honestly, because the thing is, most people consider that negotiation is a soft skill, yeah. but it's a really hard skill. Yeah, like you can just improvise being yeah, a of negotiator. Course, of course, it's, it's just like medicine, it's just like law, mm -hmm. economics, and so on and so forth. It's really difficult. Why? Because this is a message I'm holding, I'm producing all the time, is that why some people succeed when others fail on the same situation those guys they're not the luckiest guys in the world they're just good negotiators mm. so basically they say okay see if we have to to go back to the situation to return to that situation they say okay we're ready okay so in the team two negotiators right if i may say so so entered the negotiation with the opposing party and after 10 minutes right they returned to me and I was in a room, right, hidden with the other members of the management team. And those, those two guys, when I saw their faces, right, I said, okay, there's something definitely wrong. And I said, so how was it? And they told me, it all failed. And they told me, Marwan, your tricks, it didn't work. And I said, but negotiation is not about tricks, but, but tell me what happened. And they told me what happened. And I said, but, but we never said that. We never agreed on that. And they told me, yes, but... In the action, we just improvise and Oof. listen what happened in 10 minutes. They just gave anything away, anything. So it's 26 of negotiation. The negotiation was finished. It was finished. Yeah, because they give it all away for nothing. And tw so meaning 26 hours of negotiation, of preparation for nothing, for nothing. Oof. So they didn't know how to handle 
ultimatum to restore yeah. a balance, an unfavorable balance of power and to take the upper hand as well, right? And they, so basically they had to submit, they suffered from the negotiation. And at the end, it was too tricky for them. They were emotionally charged. So to release the pressure, right? That's what we do sometimes. They give it. They give it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three days of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So when we talk about good negotiators, then what yeah. does it take then to be a good negotiator? What are the soft skills that you need, yeah. the hard skills that you need? The, how do you become a good negotiator? Right, yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. Is that, so I think that first of all, you've got to be agile. Why? Because we live in a world that is defined by uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you can master your change, environment. You have to yeah, change, change. Exactly. Have to change. So you have to be agile, right? Uh, if you're too rigid, uh, it might harm you uh, in the negotiation, and it might jeopardize your negotiation. But agility can that be trained? Yeah, that can be trained. Yeah, but uh, yeah, of course that can be trained because once you accept that you cannot master your whole environment, your perception of the environment changes. That's mm. the whole thing. But if you do not enter a negotiation uh, and you consider that you will not enter a negotiation without 100% of the information available, well, well you're, you're never, never going to go. Yeah, exactly. So basically, that's the first thing uh, you have to, to, to accept. The second thing is uh, I, we often talk uh, and together about the appetite for conflict, right? And that's the thing, without negotiation, without a conflict, there's no negotiation, right? Yeah. You might sell, you might verbalize an idea, you might say different things, but, but to negotiate, there must be a conflict. So first of all, you have to accept the conflict. And the good thing is that conflict is good yeah. because a conflict is just the expression of a disagreement and it's normal that people disagree all the time. So you have to accept conflict, right? And it's not that easy because especially when conflict is really harsh, right? is really strong people that sometimes they, they yield ground, right? Because they do not feel that comfortable. So you have to have a strong appetite uh, for conflict. The other thing might be uh, stress management, especially when you deal with high stake situations, you have to know how to regulate mm. your own stress, right? Because most of the time you have to stabilize people. They might be emotionally charged. Okay. If you can do that on yourself, how you can work on others. Then as well, um, uh, empathy, of course, yes. But empathy, everybody talks about empathy, great thing about empathy, but you can be uh, uh, naturally empathetic, right? But you can develop an empathy as well, if not naturally empathetic. Exactly, yeah. I know yeah. one excellent negotiator who's not empathetic at all. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, then you can be empathetic on the negotiation table to get things done without it necessarily being Exactly, really exactly. And that's what is really important is that people consider that being empathetic is to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Mm. And that's not empathy. This is what we call external conscious, right? External conscious is when you try to understand the motivations, right? The drivers of uh, how people react and to think. But empathy is about perceiving the emotions of the opposing party, right? Without feeling them. So that is really important to build reports, right? To create mm -hmm. a link uh, with the opposing party as well, right? Assertiveness as well, yep. assertiveness, right? How you defend your opinion, right? How you defend your, your values, you maintain your position. Knowing how to say no. Yeah, know how to say no. And respecting others' values and yep. others' opinions because Negotiation is not about, you know, good or bad or anything like We have to transcend that, right? Uh, your values, your arguments, they have no more power than others. Mm. So 
it's not about that, but it is important as well, right, to know how to maintain your position, right, and how to say no without even verbalizing it. Because when you say no in a negotiation, you might close the negotiation yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Many different ways of saying no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So those are, yeah, the there are lots of other elements, of course, listening skills, right? Those are really important elements. And, of course, the most important of all is... The hard right, skills. Yeah, the hard skills, yeah. Your techniques. And that cannot be improvised. It's impossible. Yeah. And and uh, so most, you learn, you practice, you yeah, develop, learn, you do practice, it again. Exactly. The best example I give when people tell me, yeah, but it's a soft skill. I say, all right, okay. So I take one participant in the room, right? And <clears throat> I arrive with a gun, it's a fake one. And I'm holding the person like that. And I say, give me $1 million. Otherwise, I shot her in the head. And then they all freeze, right? And I say, okay, deal with that. And no one can deal with that. And they say, yes, but those are really difficult negotiations that you can improvise yourself on that one. And I say, right. Meaning that you can improvise yourself on your negotiation? Yeah. Yeah, it is exactly the your same. Your commercial negotiation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Your personal negotiation, your marriage negotiation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't exactly. improvise like yeah, that. Yeah, you can improvise. You cannot do that. No. And that's the technical part. Those are really the hard skills. Mm. And it takes years and years of expert expertise and experience. and experience. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. So if you don't have that years of expertise and experience, yet we all negotiate every single yeah. day, I have many people when I tell them that I'm a negotiator, they're like, really? I would hate to be a negotiator. How could you like that? I hate negotiations. And the first thing I say is, what is your definition of negotiation? You know, and how do you look at negotiation? Because as you say, when you, when you change the way you look at things, the yeah. things you look at change, that beautiful exactly. quote. But still, they're like, no, 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 I don't like negotiation. So what would be your advice or tips for people who don't like to negotiate, yeah. yet they have to negotiate? So the tip, it's, uh, I think it's based really on conflict, okay? So when I ask people, why do you not, you do not like to negotiate? And they say, because I hate, most of the time they will say, I hate when people oppose to me. Yeah. And I say, hey, and what, what happens? They say, yeah, I don't feel that comfortable. And I say, all right, so you would, you would feel more comfortable if they were not opposed to you. I say, yes, exactly. So basically, what is, it, what is difficult for you is the form, right? But the content, you, you agree that people might disagree. And they say, yes. So basically, it's the form. You're not comfortable with the form. And you say, yes, exactly. And when people are aggressive, I just say, oh, I can't deal with that, right? But still, you consider that they might disagree with you. you say, exactly. Right. So basically, what is important is to change the perception of the form. I'm going to say that in French. Uh, Talleyrand, right, it was a historical figure uh, in France, and he used to say that about negotiation. Toujours transiger sur la forme pour rester maître du fond. Right? Mm. So basically, that's what we do in a negotiation. The form, we give it to the other parties to the opposing party. But the content, what really matters, the core of the negotiation, we keep it for ourselves. Mm. It's like in a hostage-taking situation. The hostage-taker, he must always have the feeling to control the negotiation environment on the form. We leave it that to him. Yeah. But on the content, the core, we leave nothing to him. So when you accept that the form, right, might be different from the content, you uh, you see negotiation differently. Yeah. So that's why when people say that I don't like to negotiate, I say, yes, you accept conflict, but you don't like the form. Mm. If you change your perception on the form, right? They're aggressive, but we don't care. 
Yes, yeah. of course they're aggressive because they have no other alternative. Plus that gives us info. Yeah, that would give us info, of yeah. course. So once you consider it's two different things, you will be able to master the core negotiation. And maybe it's also because they take things personally. Yeah, Can that be a right. reason? That they feel like personally attacked yes. or personally rejected or personally all those things. Yes, exactly. And that hurts, of, of course. Of course, yeah, because and that's of the why ego. I, I, don't, I don't like conflict. You're right, yeah, completely right. You're right, yeah, exactly. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so we talked about tips for how to negotiate, mm -hmm. about what is important to be a good negotiator, about the different types of negotiations that you do. What do you personally enjoy most? Which type of negotiations? Um, I say suicidal behaviors. Yeah, it might be, yeah, it might be uh, weird to tell you that, but uh, those are, I like the negotiations where there's a lot of adrenaline because I feel useful, as you, I said it. I, I don't know. I, You're a thrill seeker. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is when stakes are really high, right? Especially in a, when you have to deal with suicidal behaviors, right? It's a binary uh, situation. Either it works yeah. or it fails, right? Yeah, you there's, can't... Yeah, yeah, there's no halfway. There's no halfway. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. And most of the negotiation I ran are business negotiation and they can last for months, right? Or years, right? Yeah. yeah. But here, after a couple of hours, you have a direct result. And that's what I like because you, you have to choose each and every word because you know it will have a direct uh, psychological impact on them. And when I negotiate, my favorite part is when I'm face to face with people and I try to take the upper hand, right? Mm. And, uh, and that's what I do, was, that's what I like here yeah, with social behaviors. Oh, amazing, yeah. it's interesting you say yeah, that because you. when people tell me, what is the part that you don't like about negotiation? <laughs> I'm like, suicide negotiations. <laughs> I do not want to do many of those. Oh my God, because everything is at stake. As you yeah, say, exactly, you can't yeah. make a mistake. Yeah. You don't have a second chance. You mm -hmm. can't say, let me sleep over it, come back to you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's, it's right there, right yeah, then. And exactly. you have to perform yeah. and you have to succeed. Yeah. We're all different. How do you deal with people who don't want to negotiate with you? Mm. Because now, I mean, they can Google your name, they will see you're a negotiator. I want to share something with you. I think I've never told you this, but actually I was having a negotiation a few years ago and the person I was negotiating with me, I was negotiating with literally told me, I don't want to negotiate with you. I know you've been trained by Marwan Mary. Really? <laughs> he I'm told sorry. me that. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to negotiate with me anyway. <laughs> but I assume you come... I mean, that must have happened to you all the time, right? That people say, I don't want to negotiate with you. Yeah. And then how do you deal with that? Yeah, uh, it happens to me every two weeks, if I may say. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not for those reasons that you, you can imagine. Is that most of the time they do not Google me because, you know, I'm just representing a company and I'm not necessarily say my name. You know, I'm just saying, OK, I'm here to assist the company. And so most people, you know, they don't, they're interested only by themselves which is good for us, of course. Yeah. So they will not enlarge, they will not try to get additional information. So you don't have to lie, just don't, just don't say your name, right? But most of the time they will tell me, I don't want to negotiate with you because they don't know me, right? I've been just called in most of the time because a, the negotiations has failed so far. Uh, for example, in social conflicts, so the, the, the links between the management team and the trade unions are broken, right? Mm -hmm. So basically... They don't they, want to talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. And I'll say, okay, I've been called in. So, But th those, go those guys in front of me, they say, I don't want to talk to you. And so that happens to me every two weeks. But it, it's not a problem because they don't know me and they might not want to talk to me for lots of different reasons. But when people tell me that, I have different options, right? I can share two with you, right? Not more because... For more, you, know, you need a, a, a proper training and it takes a, a bit of time. 
But first of all, when people say, I don't want to negotiate with you, the first thing I'll do is I'll collect a yes without them realizing it. So first thing I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to apply a phrase, reformulate. Yes, exactly. I say to me, right, just to me. And, and they say exactly, right? Exactly is a yes. The more yes you collect in a negotiation, right, the more you will build reports, right, without even without them realizing that. And then I'm going to tell them, is there a reason for that? There's necessarily a reason. Yeah. So basically, they will give me additional information for that. Yes, because blah, 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 blah. And then I'm going to dig up mm, on what they gave okay. me. Okay, so you right? use whatever they give. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sometimes I use a bit of sense of humor as well. So I remember one guy, it was a suicidal behavior, right? And the guy said, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. And I said, if you can't talk to me, can you write it down? And the guy smiled. I said, you're a clever guy, but still no. But it, 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 it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah, I got a yes. And then, yeah, and then we, I managed to open him up right after an hour. But yeah, there's always to, to do that, to transcend that, because most okay. of the time they don't want to talk to me. Mm. But after five minutes to an hour, right, I open them up. Because this happens in commercial negotiations of as course, well, right? When of people course. say, I don't want to negotiate, or call your boss. I yeah, exactly. Who are you? I want yes, to talk exactly. to your boss or whatever. Yes, exactly. And the number one thing would be then, first, don't take it personally, it's not about you, Yeah. <laughs> obviously. And then go beyond and yeah, say, exactly. okay, then why? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And you said something about training, and you are obviously training people, companies, diplomats of the United Nations, etc., on how to become better negotiators. Now, is this only accessible for companies, or can individuals, you know, like, could anyone knock on your door and say, hello, can you train me? The limiting factor is my time, if I may say so, unfortunately, and the time of, of my team, just like your time as well. So, Yes, in 99% of the cases, we train companies or NGOs or, as you said, in the UN or, or governmental agencies. Sometimes we do assist around negotiation for personal, for individuals, right? But those are really rare cases. Mm. It is when stakes are really, really high, okay? But, of course, our doors are always open for trainings because we train ADN Group. It's roughly 3,000 people per year that we train. Yeah. Yes, Middle East with you, uh, Europe, Africa and so on and uh, and so on and so forth and so, it's only three thousand because we only accept to train people in small groups right? yeah exactly otherwise and, obviously we can easily go to bar but we always limited to small groups yeah, so that that's very individual yeah. And yeah so it's really interactive as well yeah, yeah so yeah the groups are yeah groups are limited to 12 people yes yeah. maximum yeah i sometimes go to 15 but not more yeah. And, and, and companies ask for it. And I'm like, I really want to speak to each person. I want to see them negotiate. Exactly. I want to hear them give an example. Exactly. I want to. Yeah. Yes, so exactly. that's how we work. And we're not going to change that, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Thank you very much, Marwan. This so was much. amazing. How Thank can people so find you, learn more about you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've written like how many books now? I've written uh, 10 books. Yeah. Amazing. 10 books so far. Yeah. Most of them are in French, but our latest book Negotiator, which is the most sold negotiation book in France, has been translated into English, which is a, a really good thing. So it's called Negotiator, right? But that is for people who are like really interested because it's a yeah, big, fat, but yeah, more than 600 yeah, pages. Yeah, 660 pages. It took pages. me several months to go through that one. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's came out in English. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's considered that to be the the Bible, if I may say so. But basically, that's what journalists said now. Yeah. And so, uh, yes, books and our sites. Yeah, of course, adngroup.com. Yes, a d n group.com. Group. You'll exactly. find everything about yeah, exactly. Marwan Marie, about the method Pacificats that we use, about the books, about the trainings. You can find everything on adngroup.com. Okay, thank you very much, thank Marwan. You so much. It was thank a pleasure so much. talking to you.